Hello and welcome to Dear Franny. I am your host, Francesca Hoagie. Really happy to have you here. Today, we are continuing this season's theme and topic of manifestation because, as you know, I'm obsessed with it. And I wanted to talk today about something that's really important. I mean, hopefully, all of these topics are really important or you find them really important and relevant to your life. But the role of ego in manifestation is so important because it's very easy for us to manifest or to attempt to manifest from a place of ego. And I want to talk about what that is, why we do that, how to stop doing that, why doing that is not such a great idea. But first, let me start by just saying a few words about the ego, because we throw it around, oh, ego, ego, this person's egotistical, or they have such a big ego. And we talk about ego in a very judgmental way. And we talk about ego as something that only looks like extreme self-centeredness, confidence, cockiness, maybe arrogance, bragging. That's what we think the ego is, okay? That's not what the ego is. That's one manifestation of ego. So what is ego? Ego is a mental construct. Ego is the part of our psychology that allows us to establish an identity. And the identity that we hold is really important because by understanding our identity and our separateness from other beings, then we can understand like, this is where you end and I begin. This is where that bumblebee ends and I begin, right? That's where the tree ends and I begin. Like you wouldn't have a sense of self without physical form, without the ego to kind of explain to you like, oh, your place in life, right? So it's a very useful construct and we need the ego. But the problem is that the ego can get very, very out of balance. And, you know, when we talk about manifestation, you're talking about spiritual principles. And this is a physical recognized principle is the law of polarity, right? This is a recognized principle in physics. But when it comes to spirituality, the way that polarity works is everything exists on a spectrum. So, you know, love is not the opposite of hate. You know, being rich is not the opposite of being broke. Like everything is a spectrum, right? And so on the spectrum of ego, uh, then you have these different manifestations of ego. So you can have what we typically think of as ego, like that really blustery, bragging, I'm so confident, I think my shit don't stink. That's very high ego. So that's at one extreme end of the spectrum. But then there's also very low ego, which is I'm a piece of shit. Everything I do turns to shit. I'm worthless. That's a manifestation of low ego. So those are two opposite ends of the pole, right, of the spectrum of ego. And where we really want to be, it's kind of like blood pressure. You know, you don't want your blood pressure to be super high. You don't want your blood pressure to be super low. You want your blood pressure to be stable and to be healthy and to be somewhere in the middle, right? And it's the same thing with our ego. We don't want our egos to get out of control one way or the other because they're both, whether it's that high ego of my shit don't stink or it's that low ego of I'm the biggest piece of shit. Either way, those are manifestations of the same dysfunction or the same core disconnect where you do not see yourself as inherently worthy just as you are. Just as we've all experienced people who are very, very, very braggadocious and they show up with a lot of high ego also tend to be very, very insecure. They're not happy 
they can be very blustery, but where is the sense of fulfillment? It's not really present there, right? And same thing with people who have very low ego and they see themselves as being less than everyone and they see you know, themselves as just being, they can't do anything good. They can't manifest anything good for themselves. They don't deserve it, right? That's the same dysfunction because either way, you are thinking that you need things outside of yourself to be worthy when the truth is that you are inherently worthy just because you are. Just due to the fact that you exist, you were born, you are worthy. You're worthy of love, you're worthy of abundance, you're worthy of safety, you're worthy of thriving in life. And so when the ego gets out of balance either way, that's going to impact what we manifest and it's going to impact how those manifestations affect us, right? We all know there is no shortage of examples of people in the world who have manifested tremendous success in how we define that in the world, whether it's money, whether it's career, whether it's talent, you know, whether it's being in a relationship with somebody that we're like, oh my God, they're so lucky they get to be with that person. All of these outer trappings of success, right? Well, any examples of these people who in reality, no matter how much money, how much success, they're very unhappy. They're very unfulfilled, right? The quality of their relationships is just depressing, frankly, right? We know this, intellectually know this, right? But still, when it comes to manifestation, we can still get into trying to manifest from this high ego place, right? Of like, I deserve it and I deserve the best of everything and all of these things. And it's like, you do deserve it, but everybody deserves it. So you don't have to worry about that. Let's just talk about making sure that you are not being blinded by the ego because when the ego blinds you, then you start to manifest from a place of ego versus from a place of your authentic self because your true authentic self is inherently worthy, is inherently complete and is eternal, right? Like your soul, your awareness, that is your consciousness, that is eternal, right? Whatever you want to call that. So the ego starts to convince you, you need certain things to be happy. You need certain things to be good enough. You need certain things to be whole and complete and worthy, whether that's a person to be in a relationship with, whether that's a certain amount of money, whether that's a certain amount of of public acknowledgement and praise. But the truth is, if that is your motivation, so if you are manifesting from that place of this is going to make me good enough, this is going to make me happy this is going to make other people love me, this is going to make other people respect me, then that is a slippery slope where it'll never be enough, right? It'll never be enough. You'll meet the person, but then that won't be enough and you'll need more. You'll make a certain amount of money, but that won't be enough. So you'll just need to make more. You can absolutely manifest from ego. And I'm specifically talking about high ego right now. I'm going to get into low ego in a moment. You can manifest from that place of high ego. People do it all the time, right? It takes a lot of willpower, but you can do it. However, the results are going to feel hollow because your authentic true self does not need a million dollars to feel worthy. Your authentic true self does not need to be with a partner who you think other people are going to look at that person and be like, oh my gosh, you know, they're so lucky they get to be with this, you know, amazing person, right? If you think that that is going to bring you true fulfillment, your ego will be momentarily satisfied, but it's going to need constant, constant, constant replenishing of that outside validation in order to feel okay, right? And so I really want to encourage you when you're thinking about anything that you are manifesting in your life, really checking in with yourself about, am I manifesting this from a place of believing that this is going to make me happy, good enough, loved, 
worthy, right, is the outcome of what I'm manifesting going to be the thing that makes me feel good enough, right? That's the basic question. Because if that is where you're manifesting from, you are setting yourself up to do a lot of work, to exercise a ton of willpower, to try to co-create something that is ultimately not going to be fulfilling to you. Look at all the people who have all the money that they could possibly ever want and more than they could ever possibly spend. When people say money doesn't buy happiness, this is what they mean. It's not that money isn't useful. It's not that money can't contribute to your happiness because if you can have a beautiful place to live where you're safe and you can provide for your family, that is going to make you happy, right? But do you need to have the biggest place and the most opulent place and the place that everybody looks at and goes, oh my God, look at that house or look at that and all of that to be happy? No. The happiness is coming from something that's much more foundational to who you are which is your need for comfort, your need to have your needs met, right? Your physical needs met, the ability to be able to care for the people that you love so that, you know, they never have to want for anything. Those are things that are very much more on a soul alignment level versus the ego of when I have this, I'm going to feel good and other people are going to envy me and then I'll be good enough. So you want to really check in with what is the motivation? Because it's not that, you know, and I'll, I'll use love. Obviously, this is dear Franny. We talk about love here. I'm going to use the example of romantic relationships because it's really, really easy in romantic relationships to try to manifest from a place of high ego, right? Like, so when, if you find yourself having a lot of parameters, like, oh, I need to be with somebody who looks like this, who makes this much money, who has this kind of body, and it's very focused on the superficial, on the outer appearance of things, that is a good indication that in order to actually be fulfilled and to manifest what is correct for you, that you've got to go deeper. So manifesting from high ego can seem like, oh, well, that's what you do. And that's how you manifest. And you know, that's the point of manifesting is that you get whatever you want, right? But the reality is, is that manifestation is really a tool to align your authentic desires with your outer reality. On a soul level, you don't actually care about that partner having a six pack. I promise you. Doesn't mean your partner isn't going to have a six pack, but if that's something that's on a list of like, this is what I need in a partner, then it's something to examine of like, well, what is, where is that coming from and how is that actually serving me? So I want to get into low ego a bit because people think of ego as the high ego manifestation, but somebody who has very low ego, you are just as egotistical as the person who thinks they're better than everyone or tries, they don't really think that, but tries to convince themselves, their ego tries to convince them that they're better than everyone, right? If you are trying to convince yourself that you are worse than everyone or worse than anyone, then that's low ego and it's just as egotistical, okay? You're being just as egotistical (laughs) if you think you're worse than everyone as you are if you think that you're better than everyone. They are two sides of the same lie. They're just different polar opposites, right? But they're still two sides of the same lie. So how can we come to that place of feeling more worthy? That is the journey of self-love, which sometimes needs to start with self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is a step on the path to self-love. I have lots of episodes about self-love, so I definitely um, encourage you to check them out and we will link one in the show notes about the self-love formula. But getting back to this low ego manifestation. So we're always manifesting. 
everyone is manifesting. We're all manifesting. We are all co-creating our human experience. We're not 100% in charge of it, obviously. We're not even, I mean, maybe we're 10% in charge of it. But that 10% that we have control over is internal, right? We don't have control over external. But we do have, even with that, 10% is arbitrary percentage. But the point is that there are many, many things. There are many planes of causation. There are many reasons why all of the things happen in the world. We're like, that was senseless or there was no reason for that. There was a reason. We may not understand the reason, but there are lots of things that happen that cause that to happen, right? It's caused that outcome. So we're always manifesting. So if you are operating from a place of thinking that you are not good enough, then just like the person who's trying to convince themselves that they're better than everyone, you're also going to manifest results that ultimately leave you confirming that belief, right? So you can see how this plays out. So if you think that you're not good enough, how are you going to approach dating? What are you going to accept? What are you going to settle for? What standards are you going to hold for yourself? What boundaries are you going to be willing to set? Are you going to be able to walk away when somebody mistreats you, disrespects you? Or are you going to feel like, well, this is just may not feel good, but you know, this is what, this is how it is, right? And so you may not be quote unquote intentionally manifesting, right? From that low ego place, because going back to the example of love, I've spoken to literally thousands of people who are in the process of their dating journey and, you know, really focusing on bringing that relationship into reality. And they are, all of them are looking for something good, right? Nobody's saying, I'm just trying to manifest something really terrible, toxic, with somebody who doesn't respect me and doesn't treat me well, like that. That's what I really want to manifest. However, nobody's consciously saying that. But when you're in that low ego place or that high ego place, because remember, they're really the same place. They're just different manifestations. Then that's what you're going to get. Okay. Because the core belief there, again, is that you are not good enough just as you are. So if you believe that you are not good enough just as you are, then you are going to be comfortable making decisions. When I say comfortable, I don't mean it's going to feel good, but it is going to feel comfortable, automatic, familiar, conditioned to make decisions that reinforce that underlying belief that you are somehow not good enough. But it's a false belief, right? Which is why it feels so painful, why it causes so much suffering to believe that you are unworthy because on a soul level, you know that that is not true. But the ego can be very, very, very sneaky. So I really want to encourage you, if you are serious about manifesting anything, to really take some time and to be very, very compassionate towards yourself through this process. Because if it was easy to answer these questions, everyone would do it and hardly anybody does. Okay. If it was easy to start to heal those false beliefs that you had about yourself, then no one would have any false beliefs left about ourselves, right? This does take effort, but the effort can literally just be the decision that I'm going to be more aware of if I'm acting from a high ego place or a low ego place. And by the way, anyone who acts from from a high ego place, the high ego is just trying to convince itself that it doesn't feel like it's unworthy, okay? So the high ego will tell you, will convince you, like if you just get that money, if you just get that kind of partner, if you just get that body, if you just get that job, then you'll be okay, then you'll be loved, then you'll be good enough. But we all know from your own life experience that that is not actually how it works. So you have to start to understand this disconnect between how we sometimes feel 
and reality. Reality is you were born worthy, full stop. Nothing you can ever do can make you unworthy. Lots of things that you can do can cause you to make choices that don't serve you and don't serve other people, right? Lots of things you do are, you know, quote unquote mistakes, but it doesn't make you unworthy, right? And so if you want to start to heal any part of yourself that doesn't feel fully worthy of having the love that you want or the abundance that you want or fill in the blank that you want, the first order of business is to start to, well, number one, acknowledge, but also start to heal that part of yourself. Even if it's just to say, well, if I was worthy, if I did believe that I was truly worthy of having fill in the blank, and I truly believed I was worthy of being fulfilled right? In that manifestation. If I truly believed I was worthy of living a life where I actually am joyful, where I actually do experience the love that I want, where I actually do have the connection that I want, that I do have the creativity, that I am thriving, right? If I really believe that, then what might I do next? And it's not about having a perfect answer. You've heard me say this before, if you've listened to the podcast, but it is about starting to ask yourself those questions because those questions will bring some clarity. They will bring some insight. They'll bring some epiphany. And if you're willing to choose yourself, you can start to act on those insights. You can start to act on those epiphanies. And by doing that, you literally change your life. You literally will change your outer reality if you start to be guided by something inside that is deeper and more true than the ego. So the point of the ego is not to try to destroy it, to kill it. Point of the ego is to recognize that it is a tool that can get out of control, right? And why that happens, there's so many reasons. This is all deep. This is all childhood. This is all in the absence of unconditional love, the ego rushes in to fill the void, okay? Some people, when they have experience growing up, of not feeling that love, that acceptance, that love appreciation for who they are on an authentic level, that is going to cause a wound on a soul level, right? And so the ego is going to rush in. So depending on your programming, it's either going to rush in as the high ego manifestation, or it's going to rush in as the low ego manifestation primarily, even if it rushes in as the high ego, the high ego is still going to experience a lot of that fluctuation between feeling like you're better than everyone, feeling like you're worse than everyone, feeling like there's something wrong with everybody else, feeling like everything is wrong with you. So that is really the painful roller coaster. And that swinging back and forth is something that you are so deserving of releasing and healing within yourself. Like you were so worthy of really loving yourself and really truly feeling worthy of that love. And the sooner you can start to really embrace that path and that journey to that self-love and to that real knowing of your inherent worthiness, the sooner all the other things that you want to manifest, not only will those things happen, but when they do happen, they will be more fulfilling. I can promise you manifesting love from a place of your authentic truth is going to be a much more fulfilling relationship than trying to manifest love from a place of ego, which is ultimately going to fail you because it's not truth. It's not, it's not who you really are. So I really, really want you to have an amazing life. I want you to have beautiful relationships, but I want you to start with focusing on that relationship with yourself. And it is not fair 
that you didn't get the love that you needed in order to feel worthy, but you have the ability to give that to yourself. And I've had to do a lot of this work, even though I had amazing parents, even though I really hit the jackpot in a lot of ways in terms of my family, I still had a lot of low self-worth that manifested in some areas, not all areas, but some areas of my life, romantic relationships being a big one for a long time. And so once I was able to stop thinking, this is just my fate. This is just my destiny. This is just that I'm unlovable or no one's ever going to love me enough. Then I was able to start to say, well, maybe there's something else going on here. And the more that I've understood about the ego and the role that it plays in our psychology, the more I've been able to understand for myself personally, and also for my clients as a coach, understand how when this ego is really driving the train, (laughs) the results are always going to be less than satisfactory. Always, always, always. If ego is driving the train, it's always on the wrong track. Always. So it's always going to take you to the wrong destination. Even if on the outside you get there, you're like, oh my God, I finally found a person who meets all these criteria that I thought was going to make me happy. Is it going to feel happy? Is it going to feel fulfilling? Are you going to have that connection of you really loving each other for your authentic selves? Mm, I mean, anything is possible. But it's not likely. More likely is that you're going to just manifest more of the same, which the same energy that you use to manifest that relationship is only going to be amplified once that relationship actually shows up. So that's why when you're manifesting from a place of your truth, of self-love, of worthiness, those relationships that then show up are fulfilling. They feel good because they're true. On a soul level, it connects and that is what you deserve. So the ego is not something to fear, but it is something to understand. It is something to be aware of. And it is something to really, really bear in mind when you are setting your manifestation goals, because when you look at whatever it is that you want to manifest and you really apply this analysis of figuring out, wait, is this coming from my truth? Like, what is the real why? You know, and and that's another kind of cheat code to get to a clarity here is really asking yourself, why? Well, why do I want this? Why do I want this kind of person? Why do I want this amount of money? And the point is not that there is a bad answer, but you want to get to what's underneath it. And by the way, when it comes to romantic relationships, if you're like, well, that's what I want because that's what I'm attracted to. I love you, but that is a cop out. Okay. I want you to go deeper. Why is that what you're attracted to? Like, what is it about fill in the blank that how do you think that you're going to feel when you achieve this manifestation? What is it about that amount of money? What is it about that kind of person? How do you imagine you're going to feel when you're with that kind of person? And why is that important? And why is that something that is that something that you can only feel with that kind of person? Is that something that being with that kind of person will actually make you feel, right? So if you think, for instance, that like, oh, if I'm with somebody who has millions of dollars, then I'll feel safe. Okay, well, maybe you'll feel safe with somebody who has millions of dollars, but maybe if you're with somebody who has millions of dollars, but maybe that person is actually going to be very controlling about their money. And maybe that person actually it's going to make you feel or their goal will be to make you feel beholden to them or inadequate because they have millions of dollars and you don't. That's a dynamic that can easily exist and does in a lot of relationships, right? So that's not what you want. So what do you want? And so when you start to really ask, how do I want to feel? I mean, ultimately what we all want is peace. What we all want is joy. What we all want is to experience love, right? So the point is not that you never have any outer preferences. You can still have those millions of dollars. By the way, I plan on having millions of dollars. 
Absolutely. But my why is not because I think having millions of dollars is going to make me happy or it's going to make people be like, oh my God, you're so amazing. People are going to say that. People are also going to say that I suck. Okay. So either way, that's their story. That's about them. That's not about me. I don't need money to feel worthy. I just want to have millions of dollars because I want to be able to impact the lives of a lot of other people. And in this world, that's what it takes. I'm happy right now right? Because I've cultivated that happiness within my life. Same thing with the relationship. When I was single, I, when I got to the place where I was like, oh, I'm already happy. Now I get to just find somebody who I can amplify that happiness with. That was a game changer. And that's when I met my partner. And that's when I got into the best relationship by far I've ever been in in my whole life with an amazing person. It wasn't because I thought that he was going to be the key to my happiness because I'd already found it for myself. So the ego will try to convince you that something outside of you is the key to your happiness. And the reality is you are the key. You are the key. You hold the key. You get to turn the key. And that's what I want for you because I know it's possible and I know it's what you deserve. To recap, the ego is nothing to fear. What your heart desires is absolutely available to you. So do not let the ego distract you and have you chasing after things that you don't even want. That's not even what you really truly want. So I hope that this was helpful. I thank you as always for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Thank you for listening to this season, which I know is a big departure from my past seasons of the podcast. But if you're new to the podcast, there are lots of episodes. This is, there are 95 episodes before this one and 93 episodes before I started dedicating the episodes to manifestation specifically. So if you are single, you're on your dating journey, I definitely encourage you to check out prior seasons, um, in particular season three, which is very, very, very actionable, different elements about your dating journey. We're going to talk more about your dating journey in this season as well. But I think that to really start out because manifestation is such a confusing topic, I really wanted to just have these episodes that are much more general in their focus, because I also want you to see that the way that you manifest one thing is actually the way you manifest anything else. It's just that some things come more easily to us or more naturally aligned with our programming that serve us. And so when we see that there are things that are naturally aligned with our programming that don't serve us, and we know that because we can see the results of our lives in those areas that don't suit us, right? That's an opportunity to say, okay, there's something more going on here, right? This doesn't mean I can't have what I want, but it does mean that there is some disconnect between what I truly want in my heart and what I'm actually allowing myself to co-create in this world. And if you get curious about that and not judge it and be kind to yourself as you ask yourself these questions, I promise you, your life will transform. It will. It just will. It always works. It's amazing. (laughs) Thank you, universe, for always giving us these chances to get our shit together (laughs) and to learn how to love ourselves more because I know that's what the universal force, intelligence, source, God, whatever you want to call it. I know that's what that entity, that force, that power wants for us. I feel it in my heart and I hope that you do too. Even if it's deep on some level, I think we all know that. I'm going to stop talking now, but I wish you a beautiful day, night, morning, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the episode and also really want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the podcast. So appreciate that. I really do want to get the word out about this show. So if you found this episode valuable, please feel free to share it with a friend, share it on social, tag me. I'm at Dear Franny. I'm also at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram. 
Instagram. I love hearing from you and I hope that you're enjoying this season. We're going to keep it going. So thank you for listening. I will be back next week with a brand new episode of Dear Franny. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Happy manifesting. <laughs>